Hello and welcome to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and today I get to talk to you about one of my favorite comedies of the past few years, which is Apple TV Plus's Shrinking. Uh, this is the new show from Jason Siegel, who you might know from How I Met Your Mother or Forgetting Sarah Marshall or The Muppets, and creators of Ted Lasso, Bill Lawrence, and Brett Goldstein. The show hits Apple TV Plus on Friday, January 27th. It follows Jimmy, uh, played by Jason Siegel, a middle-aged single father and therapist who is in need of healing after losing his wife and handling it very poorly, fracturing his psyche, his relationship to his daughter, his neighbors, his colleagues, his friends. Besides Jason Siegel, the show also stars Jessica Williams, Luke Tenney, Lily Rabe, Krista Miller, and oh yeah, Harrison friggin' Ford, who if you remember listening to my interview with him last month, he mentioned that just the experience of this show was pure joy and oh Boy, does it live up to that comment. Uh, people who love the big emotions and heart mixed in with the laughs, much like Ted Lasso, are going to absolutely love Shrinking. And Siegel is perfectly cast as Jimmy, who is a guy that you root for despite, you know, him messing up again and again and again in the show because he's such a lovable, schlubby dad slash therapist doing radical things to fix himself and the people around him. Harrison Ford... Uh, he just uses that gruff, old, cranky reputation that he has and adds so much dimension and heart to his character, who's, you know, he's hilarious, he's touching in equal measure. And Jessica Williams, she is a big standout in this show. You may remember her from The Daily Show. She absolutely knocks out her role as Jimmy's best friend and colleague. And outside of the father-daughter relationship at the heart of the show, the friendship between, you know, Jimmy and Jessica Williams' character and Harrison Ford's character. Those are really anchors of the show between his friends and his family. They interact with one another in such a relatable and hilarious way that you just, you enjoy being a fly on the wall for their work day. And then there's the all too unprofessional relationships that Jimmy has with his patients, his dependence on his neighbors, the fractured relationship with his daughter. Like I said, all these things sound kind of standard sitcom. They can be kind of cliche when you're writing them, but they're all presented in a really very refreshing and fun and heartfelt way throughout. I've seen nine of the 10 episodes that are going to be rolling out. And all I can say is I love it and I desperately want more. And uh, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's a perfect mix of moving and hilarious and dramatic and uplifting. Uh, it's just wonderful. And now that I've thoroughly praised the show, let's jump over to my interview who is with Roy Kent himself and co-creator and writer of the series, Brett Goldstein. We got to sit down and talk about shrinking and the wild couple of years he's had thanks to Ted Lasso. Obviously, Ted Lasso is a big thing. And, uh, you know, he also joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Hercules at the end of Thor Love and Thunder. He's a great stand-up. He's got an excellent podcast called Films to be Buried With that you should check out. Fans might recognize the introduction and shout-out I give at the top of the interview. Yeah, he's just delightful. As gruff and, and cranky as Roy Kent is on Ted Lasso, that's how sweet and kind and hilarious Brett Goldstein is. Uh, but before we get to my chat with Brett, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, The Discourse, The Rogue Ones, Yellowstoners, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Follow, like, subscribe, drop us a rating on any of those as we greatly, greatly appreciate it. As a reminder to our listeners, Shrinking premieres on Apple TV Plus on January 27th, and it's very much worth your time. Okay, let's get to my interview with writer, creator, absolute gentleman, Brett Goldstein. 
Mike D'Angelo with the playlist, joined by an actor, a writer, a producer, a podcaster, a Ted Lasso, or a Hercules, or a fun boy, a lover boy, all that stuff. <laughs> Mr. Brett Goldstein. Hello, How Mike. You? How are you? Lovely, uh, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you too. Obviously, a fan of your podcast too. I'm yeah, I'm really with. impressed with that. I've never had it. I've never had it the other way. I should have gone bigger. Oh, all right. <laughs> you did pretty good. All yeah, right. Good. All right. Well, thank you for your time today. Even with that said of be- me being a fan, mm-hmm. I just adore shrinking. Like, oh man, thank God for that. <laughs> holy cow, man! It's so good that when my wife and I got through the first four, we were like, "What? Do, what do we do now? Like, we need oh. thirty more of these. We need more." <laughs> Oh man, that's so, so good to you. And it, yeah. and, it, and it gets better. It gets better from there. Oh my God. I that's know. Really I know. I can't Thank wait. You. Where did this idea start? How did it originate? How did you get involved? Or was it your idea to begin with? It was this weird thing of I've been working on a, a show kind of in this area that was much darker. And years ago, Bill Lawrence and I wanted to, to work on something together. And I told him about this project. And he said, Oh, I have something similar but it was much lighter. His version was basically much lighter, which I think is the difference between the two of us. <laughs> and we were like, well, what if, if we put these together, actually that might be the best version of this show. And, and sort of tonally, that's where it is. That's this show. And then we we always wanted to get Jason Siegel because he's perfect for it. You he know? is. He really is perfect for it. And both of us love him, but I, I, I've loved him from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I think is a masterpiece, and The Muppets, which I think is the second best Muppet film after my Christmas Carol <laughs> and I think it's okay to say that because you can't you can't beat Christmas Carol but the Muppets <laughs> is fucking great and <laughs> you know and he has that not only is he a brilliant writer but as an actor he has that thing that's like his eyes tell you everything about him as a person and they're so vulnerable and sort of sensitive and emotional and funny and likable and you were like if you have him it allows you as a, as writers to go, he can make some terrible decisions. He can he can do bad stuff and we will still like him and follow him. We can take it, you know, to yeah. places that with other actors, you might be like, no. <laughs> and having his, you know, creative voice in there as well is, you know, invaluable. Yeah, he's a writer and producer in his own right. Yeah. Um, was there ever talk of you joining the show as as an actor, or was Ted Lasso just making that impossible? Well, I was always, I was always, I couldn't have done it, as in I was always too busy with with Ted Lasso. But I also, it, it never really occurred to me. It always, I don't know. It's, sometimes it's whatever's kind of appropriate for the thing, you know. Like I'd, I'd written this and always imagined it as Jason, and then once you have Harrison and this incredible cast, it's like they don't need me. They got. <laughs> an incredible cast and uh yeah I, I, it never it wasn't a thing where it's like oh I could have done this but I I didn't it was like it was never really on the table for this one well there's always room for Brett but I will say Jessica Williams you know Luke Tenney Jessica Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford. I, I interviewed him last week and oh, yeah? he described this sh- like experience as pure joy and that's pretty much how I describe the show and nice. like obviously it's special when did you feel in the process that you're like oh we've got something here well look it was actually at the read-through the, the read-through of episode one and I'd say that's unusual because I think it usually takes a while for things to coalesce and for people to but the first read-through the first read-through was like a gig it was like <laughs> it was special like big laughs big tears like and and particularly with Harrison Ford knowing 
you know, he's not done a, a lot of comedy, hasn't been allowed to do full comedy. And he's so funny. And you could see even with him, a kind of glee in his eyes, like these big laughs in this room. It's like, fucking hell, this, this is, this is great. So yeah, I think it was the, I think it was the retreat. Yeah. And, mild spoilers. The Sugar Ray every yeah. morning scene. Whose Amazing. idea was that? And how many times did you like have it on a loop when you first Got together. It's I have it but I have it in my room when I come home at the end of the day. <laughs> Just as a little a little buzz. I honestly I can't I, I, I can't tell you whose choice it was that specific song. It wasn't me, I will say that. And <laughs> I'm sure someone will lay claim to it as the well they should proudly, because it is a really wonderful one. But yeah, brilliant. He's so great. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. We have to touch on Ted Lasso while I have you. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure every interview has to. But <laughs> where are you with season three? Is it definitely the end? We've wrapped season three. As for whether it's definitely the end, I don't know. I don't know. Fine. Be that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't also be doing my job as, as a Brett Goldstein fan or a Marvel fan if I didn't bring up our boy Hercules. Sure. Who, uh, stood up in Thor Love and Thunder, uh, inspired <laughs> casting by Feige's part. How much of a whirlwind experience was that for you? Was it like super quick or did you have to keep a lid on that for a long time? It was super quick. It wasn't far from filming it to it coming out, actually. But I did have to, I did, genuinely didn't tell anyone. I really wasn't allowed to. And I think it's really funny because you kind of go, you know Marvel's big. You know Marvel's big, but then physically it was only a day, you know, right. it was only a day of my life and it's a day of your life and then you move on with your life and then it coming out and the effect it had in terms of people wanting to talk about it and, and asking about it and you're like, oh, Marvel's really fucking big. <laughs> like it's big. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's quite a surreal thing to to have so much kind of conversation around the thing that was just a day, just yeah. just. Just a simple day at work, you know, simple day, day at work. with your shirt off, no big deal. Yeah, shirt off on top of a plinth. <laughs> have you talked to them about the future of the character? Do they have any plans at all? I, do, I, I honestly don't have any answers to that. And it isn't me being coy. We need I don't it. know. I don't Even know if it. it's just one of those special presentation episodes, I need it. I need it for, for sure. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. As far as, you know, the the future projects of it all, I mean. Mm -hmm. You also have a voice acting part in Garfield coming up. Yeah. What do you play in Garfield? What's what's going on there? I can I check? Am I allowed to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say, because I think it's... Yeah, a, am I allowed? No. I can't say. Can I? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. But that was a great... That was the first time I've done... I can say in terms of the process... Yeah, it was yeah really interesting. I've never done that before, and um, I always think making a comedy, you're you're, it's hard enough. It's why I love doing stand up is because it's so now. You know, it happens now. You make the joke if it works, you feel the laughter now. Whereas making TV, you write something, you you, it's it's then acted, it's shot, it's edited. It can be like a year between you thinking of the joke and then seeing if the joke works. And most of the time you're not in the room, so you don't even know if it worked. But if you get to go to a premiere, you hear it work. But with an animated film, my God, it's years. It's years. Yeah. Like I'm recording stuff that's, that won't 
be animated yet like you go fuck these people have been working on this for seven years i think and you go of course this is good because you're you've been working for so long it's insane amazing uh circling back to to shrinking before we finish up i do want to know what what's the plan here has apple already picked it up for season two do you have like plans you know written out just in case how long do we, you see this uh, i don't know what's going to happen in terms of whether there'll be more i think we'd be very happy to do more but obviously that's up to apple uh in terms of plan yeah we, we know where it ends i think you always have i've done different things where we have a, a very detailed plan of five years worth of things whereas with this one i think we have broad broad plans we know where the characters are going to end up we know sort of I sort of, sort of could write the finale, you know, wherever, whenever that is, I know what that is. But I think because you've got such a great cast and so many interesting dynamics with the characters, you don't want to get locked into something you can't change. So it's quite loose. As long as we know where it ends, it's like, let's see where the different places this can go. Right. And if you can get Harrison Ford and Jason Segel to, to just keep doing this, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, yeah, completely. They're They're like... Anyway, yes, I agree. <laughs> My mind's bouncing all over too. Uh, as far as like the Ted Lasso stuff of it all, obviously Roy Kent is a character that's changed your life yeah. in many ways. Sure. How quickly did it feel like that? Like, was there a day where you went outside and you're like, oh, this is... Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't, yeah, it was like sort of overnight in terms of we're, we'd already done season two. We'd shot season two, but it's when... I think it's when Hannah Waddingham and I went to New York to do press, to do some interviews for it for season two. And we stepped out onto the street and it was like, oh, we can't step out on the street anymore. Like it was weird. (laughs) Like suddenly, like we were surrounded everywhere we went. And it was like, oh, this is a new world. Yeah. So it was like one day, but but it was partly because we'd come out of a pandemic and everyone had been locked out. So we hadn't been outside, but suddenly going outside and being rec- very recognizable to to quite a few people was was odd yeah. and i i also know that you're obviously you're a stand-up comedian yeah. uh are you planning on doing like a special now that you have you know all this fandom underneath you, you to to show it off to you could probably That's, pop one out there yeah, well i'm I, i'm constantly I'm, i have a i have a i'm constantly working on uh, an hour show that i do because i enjoy it uh yeah. I don't have a grand plan for it, but yeah, I mean, certainly be open to the idea of a special. It's not a terrible idea. It isn't. You're a funny guy. I just, I just enjoy doing it. it. It it makes me, for better or worse, and God knows what they said about my mental health, but doing stand-up makes me feel better. Like, it makes me feel more sort of, oh God, it's a mad thing. I mean, what mad, like, terrible way to live your life that that's the thing that sorts my head out. <laughs> As far as the future and future projects for you, I'm always curious when people have this like wind at their backs, yeah. what they want to do with it. You've got the Marvel of it all. You've got the Roy Kent of it all. You've got everything else. You've got shrinking now. Is there something in there where you go, maybe this is my time to do X or Y and Z and whatever it is? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a fair question. It's it's that fear of you go, you, 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 you feel like there's a window open, but you don't know how long that window is open for. <laughs> so... I think that I'm always in danger of going, oh, I'll do this and this and this and this and this and this. But that's how I like to work anyway. It's how I've always worked is do a hundred things at once. Um, 
but yeah I've got a few you know I've got a few kind of special things I'd like to do but I again this I always think about I don't know when your when your magnolia moment is do you know that <laughs> the PTA that he was told after Boogie Nights it's like I think it was Francis Ford Coppola said to him you have now to do the film that no one would finance <laughs> now's the time to do that one because you won't get this opportunity again. I don't know. I don't think my window's there yet. I don't think I have Magnolia window. But okay. when that comes, I'll make something really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a Magnolia project you marked <laughs> yeah. for that moment? Yeah, yeah. I've got the what the the listen, Magnolia is one of my all-time favorite films. So Same. that is the best example, but as in to make something where, yeah, not everyone's gonna understand this one. <laughs> okay, Brett. I'll end on this giving you a question that I've heard you ask many people before. But I don't know if you've heard it yourself. First off, you've died. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but you get to take one movie over to the party on the other side where it's movie night and you get to watch whatever pick you want to pick. What's your pick, Brett Goldstein? Has someone already taken Muppet Christmas Carol? <laughs> that's a question for you. <laughs> if that's gone, if that's already there, if that's gone ahead of me, then I'll take Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Interesting mm -hmm. pick. Yeah. Going old school. All right. Yeah. Well, Brett, this again. You're going to have a nice time. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Again, huge fan. Thank you for your time. If you ever need someone not even remotely famous to talk movies with, I'm always here for you, buddy. Mike, I'd love that. It's really awesome. good talking to you. Thank you very much, man. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.